Hello, people of the internet. My name's Isaiah. And my name's Matt. And welcome to episode... 32. 32 of the Mildly Ignorant Podcast. Welcome back, Isaiah. Yeah, um, 30 episodes in and unfortunately one of us had to drop, like, uh, for the first time ever. If um, we were, If we were more responsible in, like, planning... Absolutely not. (laughs) No, absolutely no. There's no way in hell. I'm telling you right away. Our schedules were not compatible last week at all. Yeah. Down to like the like down to the actual like minute. Like the very minute I became available, you were no longer available, and the very minute you were available, I wasn't available. Okay. Well, like I didn't just become unavailable. I had these plans for like a year. Well, I know. (laughs) I'm not blaming you. I'm just saying it's incompatible. But yeah, for those who don't know, uh. If you're an avid listener of the pod, you should know, but I'm a little university boy still, and I was busy with my thesis, and now we're back. Uh, I can actually have time in my day to record this, so we're back here today. Uh, Right in time, Matt, because the sky is falling. We're back focusing on what's really important, making a podcast. (laughs) The sky is falling right now, Matt. The world is in pure pandemonium. Uh, What else is new? Elon Musk bought 9% of Twitter, and now he wants to buy the whole thing. Uh, everyone's panicking. The sky's falling. Um, free speech. The world's over. Um, misinformation. He says he, wants, okay. he says he wants to unlock the true potential of Twitter, <laughs> which is just, like, the funniest thing I've ever heard. Um, I, you just bring it back to, like, 2012 years? <laughs> yeah, like... I mean, I... Do people like Twitter... Like, do people actually like Twitter? I don't think I've met an actual person who's like, "Oh, I'm so excited to go on Twitter." Like, no one literally... likes Twitter anymore because the way no. it's be- because of what it's become. He wants to bring it back to what it was before. Everyone liked Twitter before. Which is what? Which was what? Which what was... was it before that it's not now? Uh, not full of dumbasses. <laughs> I mean, that's every. That's literally everywhere you go. I, okay. Exactly. I, that's what he like... wants, though. I'm not saying it's plausible. I'm just saying he wants the internet to go back to 2012 peak era where it wasn't full of dum dums yet. I and just that, say, not everything like, was so polarized. Yeah, exactly. That's where I was getting. I was like, I'm so tired of how polarizing everything is or has to be. It's like it's ruining. It's like, man, so it's ruining so many people's experiences, and I don't think they realize it because they're just like too caught up in like extremes. It's it's actually wild. Like you can't just have a normal opinion about something. Hell or yeah, you do, brother! Like you're getting death threats and like you're getting docs and someone's showing up at your house. You either gotta hate Elon Musk or you gotta love him, and if you love uh, him, like, you're on the wrong side of things. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just think if you're supporting any billionaire, you're probably on the wrong side of things. <laughs> hey, Elon Musk said he would solve world hunger if they gave him a bill. <laughs> did, did, With, did where he? his money would go. Yeah, I remember we talked about it on the pod, dude. No, I, no, I mean, like, did he solve world hunger though? I uh, donated like a huge amount of money, but not enough to end world hunger because he said they didn't give the bill in time, or they didn't give him the bill at all. So he's like, I'll just give a little bit of my money. So why doesn't it, he just like do it out of the goodness of his heart? Because he knows the other. He's not dumb. He he scammed his way to the top. He knows all everyone else that's scam- exactly. uh, at the top scammed their way to the top. So oh, exactly. He, he doesn't want to get scammed himself. He's just the first businessman to be honest about it. Which I appreciate. He knows he he knows the these nonprofit organizations are fucking screwy for the most part. So he wants to make sure it actually goes to where it's intended to go. 
I mean, like, he has the money to establish that. Like, if he doesn't, I don't know. Like, he's the richest man in the world. Oh yeah, he's still being stingy. Yeah. Like, I mean, even even if he donated like ten billion and it all went to like some hedge fund billionaire, it's not like it's the end of the world for him. But I guess he. Yeah. I mean, still, he still wants it to go to the right people. It's like it's more out of. But like, he has the money; he can find the right people. Like, why is he giving the yeah. work to other people? Why is he saying, like, mm, give me a bill. You do all the work, and I'll just throw money at you. And it's like, you... Yeah, like, I guess you I guess you can start, like, his own philanthropist thing if exactly. you wanted to. But I then mean, people would get Gates, mad because it's Elon Musk's thing. <laughs> I mean, people like, if, get he, mad. if he puts his money where his mouth is, I'm willing to eat my words and say that he's not an asshole. Like, if he turns Yeah, but Matt, you're normal. And, like, <laughs> fair. <laughs> you're not Twitter. <laughs> I mean, like, if he turned around and donated, like literally large portions of his wealth and i'm not i'm like i'm talking in relation to everything he has and not in relation to like what normal people see you know because like if he donated like what like one percent of his wealth it's like probably still a couple billion dollars but like to the average person that's would set them up for life I find that such a stupid argument. If I'm getting your argument right, I hate that I hate people that say like, "Oh, he still has forty billion left in his bank account. That's not enough money. He has to donate it all." I hate that kind of argument. It's like, dude, it's his own money. Let him donate what he wants. If it only takes five and build end world hunger, I'm just set throwing a number out there. Then why would he donate ten? You know, it just I mean, there's no there's no reason. There's no reason to have a billion dollars in the first place. Well, no. Well, what is he gonna do with it now? Solve world hunger. Well, yeah, exactly. But <laughs> like, he doesn't need to use all his money for that. I hate people who use that argument where... Good, put, it, put it to other good uses? Like, like I hate like, people who use that argument like, oh, they only donated one bill instead of his whole net worth. Why didn't they do that? I'm like, did you donate your whole fucking bank account to a cause? No. It's the I same mean, like, thing. A lot of those people are borderline, like, po- poverty. Or, like, fucking, oh, yeah. like, lower middle class. Where, like, if they miss a day of work, they could be fucked over, right? Like, they're living paycheck to paycheck. Meanwhile, fucking... Elon Musk can can decide to just fuck off for the rest of forever and still <laughs> like never have to worry about anything ever for the rest of his life if he wanted to. He could just be like, peace out, I'm done. See you never. Cut off from all social media, whatever. And like he will never experience a problem for the rest of his life. I mean so, like ninety nine like, that's like, that's where the difference comes in. Whereas the fact that like if I would, wanted to donate like ninety percent of my wealth, I would I don't know. He would have, have like to, three cents left. He would he would have to cash out though because true. Yeah, like ninety nine percent of his wealth is stocks. It's not actual physical money. Yeah, so that's what happens with most of these billionaires is that they can't just fuck off because they're tied in <laughs> to their just stocks. Like, They'd have to sell. It's almost like they don't actually have that money. They don't, and that's what people exactly. don't understand. Net worth does not equal your bank account no. number. Never does. <coughs> it's called assets. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, um, this is another thing I gotta find kind of, kind of fucking stupid is that, like, and I mean, I'm sure you know, like, I'm all, all against, like, censoring things. There's no reason to censor things. And, like, obviously, Elon Musk, like, the big worry is that Elon Musk is gonna make, is gonna make it, like, a willy-nilly free-for-all and that misinformation is gonna run rampant and stuff like that. And it's like, who cares? If you're going to Twitter for factual information, that's on you. And, and just let the election take effect at that point, you know? Like yes and no. Like, like I, I agree with you where like we shouldn't be so strict on censorship, but at the same time there's got to be things like put in place. Like I do think that like social media platforms uh, 
should be super strict when it comes to like I don't know sexual content or uh, like stuff like that. Like uh, I fully I fully believe if you want to show your nudie bits on the internet that you're allowed, but I also fully believe that like there should be a way to I don't want to say restrict that, but there should be a way to like. Keep it isolated. And I think some yeah, platforms exactly. do that well. Like Reddit does that well. Where Reddit, anything with NSFW is either hidden or you can literally, by default, your profile starts up with ha- no NSFW show- stuff showed to you at all. Yeah. You have to turn but that then, on. But then the problem comes in as to like, who do you give, like who decides gets access to it? And that's that's where things get messy and gray, right? Well, what do you mean? Well, I mean, think of like when you're 13 on the internet stumbling around shit. Like if you were... Hey, it's not if the company's were... fault to raise you. It's the parents' job. No, no, exactly. I absolutely uh, hate that argument. No, no, no. People saying, oh, I the mean, internet needs a censor for the kids. That's on the parents. I, I fully agree, but also, like, kids... kids the kids will curious. find that shit anyways. Yeah, exactly. No, well, exactly, but also, like, it, it's also very easy to, um, like, coerce children into saying and doing shit and showing them shit that, like, they shouldn't see. You know what I mean? Like, you, like you kind of have to be responsible for the children at some, at some level. I do believe that because like the kids don't know better, right? They, they can't like, yeah, sure. There's restrictions and, and stuff like that, but like they're curious and they're going to put themselves in danger. Cause that's what fucking kids do. Cause they don't know better. Like you can't just say like, yeah, but see, that's, that's like, the issue though. Is that like, that's another, like when it comes to like adult content like that, like no matter how many restrictions you put on it, there's always going to be a, like the curiosity is gonna get the better of these kids, and they're always gonna find a way around it. It's the same thing with like, it's the same thing with like, uh, you know, alcohol. You know, alcohol is yeah. an age limit. Kids are still gonna get it. Oh yeah. Go back to the prohibition era. You think fucking people stop drinking alcohol? Hell, fucking no. Like the more restrictions you put on it, it's gonna get more people like, to want to yeah. go to it. You know. Exactly. Yeah. It's it's the damned if you do, damned if you don't scenario, and that's why I just <coughs> think it's just better to like leave it as is and make external factors deal with it you know like yeah let your parents fucking raise you properly well i know that like a big part of i mean let's look at tumblr for example in 2018 when they like did away when they with died porn <laughs> 17 well when they did away with porn and stuff because like they fucked over a lot of sex workers but also like i don't want to say like child porn was rampant on tumblr but like it was easy to see that kind of content like and that's really fucked up and the fact that it was so easy like easily accessible and like that's where i think i don't i don't want to say censorship but like it kind of is i don't know i just that's the issue there's no there's no good way to solve this issue yeah exactly and that's why i think don't but do I mean, anything. <laughs> now, like, remember when we talked about the fuck? I always forget the name of it, but that bill that wants to like super crack down on censorship and make it like uh, um, net neutrality. Is that it, or is that the internet that being like, commercial? That was the. Uh, it was like something out bill. Oh yeah, that new bill that came out a few months ago. Well, yeah. that you mentioned a few months ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas yeah. they're just using censorship as a form to, like, control, which is fucked up. Yeah. And, I mean, I get it. At the end of the day, these companies are publicly owned, so they have to, like, make sure that shit doesn't end up, like, going crazy on their own platform. I get that from a business standpoint, but it's just, yeah. like, it's, 
like who who like it's just it's, it's very selective in like what they choose to show and what they don't choose to show and it's like who who gets to decide that you know exactly like tumblr like obvi- like obviously like like using a hi- very hyper like hyperbole like take here hyperbolic take here like if someone wants to go on the internet and like hate on like lgbt or like people of color or whatever then like obviously it's a very shit take to have and it's a very terrible take and like censoring is probably the best thing business wise but at the same time it's it's drowned out in the internet too which is yes and not no. condoning it but like i mean we let, saw let, it we, let me get bullied off the internet with this, the fucking freedom convoy a couple months ago and the fact that like it it didn't become an alt-right movement but it let alt-right people in and that just kind of yeah. ruined the whole i don't want to say experience for everyone but like it, it totally tanked the reputation of this freedom convoy but it also like it gave them a platform which yeah well that's so, any that's any major trend any major right. trend you're going to have uh the the minority is always the loudest in any major in any major trend I find. I mean, like, well, they like they were a minority in the first place, but like Nazis are a minority. Well, the minority and of the they, minority. It, I'm saying, like, the minority yeah, 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 of the yeah. freedom fighters, the very alt right crazy people. Your fringe, your fringe, the yeah, fringe yeah. minority became the face of it because they were the loudest minority. Yeah, but like, I don't, any big don't social think, movement is like that. Unfortunately, I, I don't think anybody who's a neo-nazi deserves a platform and i like but that's censorship right so like where do we draw the line of what is and what isn't accepted see at like obviously like on a platform like i said on twitter and facebook where it's the company that decides because they're publicly traded and blah 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 that's yep. fine i understand getting rid of that stuff but like it's one like and i don't think it's happened yet but i'm sure like these neo-nazis have like their own forums and websites that they go on the sh- oh, to talk probably. to talk shit and it's like you know the day that the, the internet goes to that point, that's when it's like, okay, you, you need to relax. <laughs> Censorship has gone too far. Not that I condone them talking about, like, Nazi shit, but it's still, like, a matter of, like, principle, I guess. Yeah. Like, if they can go that far, what's stopping them from going, like, in the other direction on the spectrum, I guess. Yeah. It's, I don't know, it's it's a, a touchy subject, I guess. Yeah. Because um, it, it also it's, com- turns into a conversation about money right because like uh whoever has the most money has the most power and they get to dictate what gets said or what doesn't get said elon musk buying twitter (laughs) hell yeah brother circling back elon musk is the hero we need because he's gonna buy twitter and he's gonna make it great again (laughs) imagine twitter great like little slogan (laughs) make twitter great great again. again So you can post memes without getting banned, and call out Putin to fight in a sword fight or whatever we did. One v one Putin. Final destination: no items, fox only. <laughs> That's how we should solve war through Smash Bros. Ooh, hold on. I'm reading into the article a little bit about Elon Musk, and he said that he must told a conference in Canada that he was not sure he would succeed in uh, getting. Uh, full control of Twitter, but he acknowledged a plan B, but refused to elaborate. Though in the filing, he noted a rejection would make him consider selling his shares and restarting from scratch. What does that mean? He's going to throw a hissy fit? No, it means... Social media platform? It means he'll just back out of Twitter and buy something else then. 
uh, I don't know what he would buy though. To be honest, Twitter was like the the prime like platform to buy, right? Yeah, because you can't go against Zuckerberg. Twitter was owned by nobody. True. Because like and yeah, Instagram Meta, is Facebook. Yeah, Meta owns Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp. I guess you could do. You, I guess you could do like Reddit. I guess if you really wanted to, because Reddit is very like, it's weird. Dude. I mean, the amount of people that own like random ass stakes in Reddit is whack. Apparently, like Snoop Dogg owns a little part of it. Reddit, apparently. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> like it's weird. I I guess, and it's weird because Reddit's not even a publicly traded company yet. I think they are going to go down that route, and that's why people are scared that all adult content's going to get wiped off there, like Tumblr in twenty eighteen. <laughs> But I mean, they're not, they're still uh, privatized and like everyone owns like these weird like one, two percents in the company. It's like split among yeah. like 60 investors and owners for some reason. But yeah, you could buy, you could probably buy Reddit if you wanted to. Although Reddit is a weird site to like fight for like uh, freedom of speech because it's like every subreddit is just ran by like a bunch of dummies in their basements, right? That selectively decide what <laughs> they want to keep on their subreddit or not, you know? Yeah. It's like there's no like, moderation from Reddit itself. I feel like Reddit was just like the next step to what like 4chan and like these boards were. <laughs> it's basically the same thing. I mean, it, didn't it originate from there? Did it? Like, uh. Did Reddit come from 4chan? Or like one came from the other. I think 4chan came from. No, 4chan's older. 4chan existed in the early internet. Okay, I think what happened was that like everyone went to Reddit because 4chan was getting a bit too uh, spicy, if you know what I mean. 4chan was always spicy. <laughs> yeah, but it was getting a little bit too uh, too crazy. It was dubbed the asshole of the internet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think that's what happened, to be honest. Um, <laughs> I'm on the Reddit Wikipedia page, and like the first thing that pops up is about the stupid like r slash anti work interview that the guy did on Fox. Uh. Ooh, Reddit and science. Aggregate Reddit user data has been used for scientific research. For example, a 2014 study showed how subreddits can support role based group recommendations or provide evaluation towards group stability and growth. Another study evoked a connection between con- con- cognitive and attention dynamics and the usage of online social peer production platforms, including the effects of deterioration of user performance. Uh... Okay, this is what I thought. So um, Reddit became popular in like 2010, and I just feel like it was the same demographic of like hipsters. Like, like, because I explicitly remember, like, a lot of hipsters being into Reddit. This is where, like, young tech guys would go. Yeah, I remember Reddit having, like, the same kind of, like, uh, being in the same, like, kind of hierarchy as, like, Tumblr when it came to social media. Where it's, like, it used to be, like, targeted towards, like, a niche group. Or, like you said, the hipsters. Yeah, and Tumblr exactly. was, like, for the, you know, LGBT the and the emos. <laughs> Like it well, actually, was... no, well, Tumblr was, like, it was a lot of sexual content, a lot of sex workers, because it was easy to, like, get their content out and, like, um... And now we got OnlyFans, baby. Which is so weird. What is OnlyFans? Is it, like, a subsidy of Twitter? Like... No, what? What? No one... What? What? 
OnlyFans. I don't want to look that up on my... Actually, whatever. I forget. I'll look up OnlyFans on my computer. I don't give a fuck. Um, it's not owned by anyone, dude. It's, well, it's owned by a dude, but like, it's it's not owned by yeah. like any thing. It's on its own. It's on its own thing. It's like the Etsy of sex content. <laughs> Basically, yeah. yeah. Uh, remember when they tried to get rid of it last year? All the sex content on there. Yeah. Fucking dummies. Like, back to back that literally a week later because they realized that their whole platform would come crashing down. See, I don't even understand why there's such this stigma towards like sex and sexual content. Like, let people have at least one giant place to go for sex and sex work. Like, I don't, I don't understand. If we're gonna like censor everything on the internet, put it all in one place. Stop trying to get rid of it. Reminds me of that episode. And it's of funny too because like this is like bikini bottom. <laughs> this is this is funny too because like they. This is like the only place where it would be, ninety nine point nine percent safe to do sex work. You know, exactly compared to and the it, porn industry. Yeah, well, it, that's just it. Like that's why I was you, a huge you, fan of OnlyFans because you like, film it on your own. You're not forced into this industry that. Exactly. Probably fucks at people a lot worse. I mean, like. I mean, I'm follow... sure there's some good companies out there, but yeah, there's some really bad ones too. Exactly, and it's like it, like, like I said, it's the Etsy of sex work. So, like, I... if you want to create a product or you know whatever, it's it's all in your control from start to finish. I wouldn't know anything about that though, because I don't watch that kind of stuff. You know? <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, stop accusing me. I mean, your name is literally Isaiah. You're like you're Puritan. You're an Amish. Like by accident, I googled boobies instead of Bobby's once on Google, and I panicked. <laughs> I had to throw my computer out. <laughs> yeah, I was scared my uh, internet service provider would come chasing after me, <laughs> so I had to destroy the router too. Enter their servers, wipe the whole server. <laughs> <laughs> I had to wash my my computer in the bathtub. No, I've I've unfortunately ventured in that part of the internet way too young. Um I think my first foray was uh actually when I was like 8, I think. And some guy told me to go on lemonparty.com to get cheats oh. for this video game. Rip. <laughs> so my wor- like the worst experience to start off with, you know. <laughs> yeah. And 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 I was a bit too young to go through like the two girls one cup phase that like got passed around recess in public school. That was just like trashy. I know, but like that that was like the one video that kids would show each other at recess, you know. But I was a bit too young for that. I think that was your generation, no? Yeah, oh yeah. yeah, waffle. Yeah, all that kind of stuff. I was a bit too young for that trend. Those Meat trends. Spin. <laughs> I remember that actually. Yeah. Uh. I remember yeah. actually like um maybe he used uh, to be a really close friend of mine he like there was a site de- like completely dedicated to like fucked up sex acts and stuff. Well, there 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 still is, I'm sure. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> I'm sure they could, there's a there's a category for that. <laughs> but like you could tell like I don't know, porn rots your brain. I definitely think that like Oh, definitely. Definitely. Well, I mean, the internet in general, I think, is probably the worst thing that has ever happened to humanity. Oh, definitely. And it's crazy. 
It's crazy too. I don't know if you've seen that interview. Uh, oh shit, I don't. I remember what it's, it was like a singer. Remember you did an interview like right when the internet started, like uh, not when the internet started, like a few years in. It was like a rock singer. He made an interview saying that like the internet would be like the greatest invention of mankind, but also the worst thing ever. Yeah. And like it was, like it was some uh, cr- like obviously it's not a conspiracy theory at the time because like it was new, right? Everyone thought it was crazy cool and all that yeah. stuff. But like it was, it was just cool hearing that from like someone that has no experience, like a, being able to foreshadow that famous interview about internet from singer. I don't know. Oh, David Bowie. Uh, yeah, nineteen ninety nine. He did an interview and he was saying like, uh, he said, "Yeah, the poten- the potential of what the internet is going to do to society, both good and bad, in the next twenty years, is going to be unimaginable." And it has been. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, and the fact that he like he called it out that early on, like a. Obviously, lots of it could just be like, oh, he was just skeptical or like paranoid or whatever, but like, makes him look smart now, huh? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like if there's one thing David Bowie was, it was smart. Well, he called it, so I'd rather call him smart than dumb. Uh, but yeah, the internet is terrible um, for your brain. It rots your brain. I just like having unbridled access to literally anything all the time, like the, like the human stream of consciousness or just like endless hours of content regarding anything it's it's overwhelming it's gonna like i mean it's already fucked with so many people's like development into like mature adults and it's only gonna get worse definitely it's like it's weird it's like it's a it comes back to that that scenario where i always point out like how humanities when they want to fix a scenario they always tend to swing the pendulum too far in the other direction yeah and it's what happens every single time with the internet it's like mm-hmm. internet's good to a certain extent but once you get past that threshold it is it becomes bad i also it's, just think that like humans are kind of we underestimate how evil humans can be <laughs> yeah um well humans are naturally selfish it's a natural human treat like humans are also altruistic but I don't know. Well, I mean, you can be you can be altruistic, like personality wise, but biologically, humans are selfish. Yeah. Like just biologically, at like the genetic level, we are selfish individuals. Um, that's all animals. I mean, you just. But I anyways, think, you I know just... what humanity deserves an an extinction level event. Hey, we're going through one right now, buddy. Let's go. <laughs> Hop on. <laughs> and then once everyone's dead, we'll have the internet still, baby. <sighs> The internet's gonna outlive us all. That I have genuinely never thought of it like that. Like everything, like this podcast, everything we say and do, being stored on the cloud somewhere. Like for the most part, yeah. Like unless I don't know, the world is like actually destroyed. Chances are, for hundreds of years after we die, this content is gonna be maybe not available, but it's gonna be stored somewhere. Can you believe that? Uh, I'm going to delete everything right now, man. <laughs> it's, well, like, when you delete something from the internet, it's never really gone. True. I just, like, I, I'm I'm kind of just now comprehending the fact that, like, yeah, I'm going to be 70, and I can, like, listen, listen back to the to Mildly podcast. Ignorant podcast. <laughs> We're still going to be recording Well, of course, too. Matt, of course. <laughs> We're going to be the next big thing in 70 no, years like, from now. If you think about it, like, I don't know, probably 500 years from now, if 
humanity doesn't perish like this content is like the internet it's weird to think that like we're we're just getting into the internet as it's hitting it's like prime right but like there are still we are so much to come there's no way we're in the prime we're going downhill (laughs) the prime was 2010s (laughs) you know what i mean like this is just such a short amount of time considering like if we don't just die like that this information is going to be available like i really don't see anything happening where like the entire internet's getting shut down and wiped so it's like we still have content from the 80s like when the internet was first established like we still have all the information that was ever uploaded like we i mean you and i don't have access to it but like it's still stored somewhere and like uh, people who are long dead now like their information was stored on the internet no it's just weird i don't like that i don't like that at all (laughs) matt coming to terms with his mortality on the podcast it's terrifying it's like we always talk about like well like what kind of legacy do you want to leave behind when you die and it's like you don't realize you're always doing that like on the internet more than ever yeah you think like in your life you know like uh you meet friends family you have children and like your your legacy lives on eventually you become uh a name in a in a family tree right but like yeah I don't know, 60 years from now, your like great grandkids are going to be able to look you up on Facebook and like find the mildly ignorant podcast. Like that's so wild to think that like, it's like the library of Alexandria, but like for everyone all the time. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Um, yeah. Uh, sorry. I got sidetracked because I just realized that Elon Musk made a second tweet about fighting Putin. I don't know if you saw that one. No, because he did. A, he did. A, he did. A, he did a, a thing, like a, a, a like the, the original post was like he wanted to do a sword fight, right? Uh-huh. And then he posted screenshots saying that he got a telegram by the head of the Chechen Republic, <laughs> saying something about like uh, a word of advice: don't measure your strength against that of Putin's. You're in two completely different leagues, oh. and it, it's totally fake. Like, there's no way this is a yeah. real fucking thing. And anyway, he answers back and he's like. He's like, uh, if he if he is still afraid to fight me, I will agree to use only my left hand, and I'm not even left-handed. <laughs> what the fuck? So Elon Musk wants to fight Putin one-handed now. <laughs> Imagine watching that fight. Like, Putin would wreck him. It would. It would be like. It'd be like David versus Goliath, like a really nerdy guy versus the school bully, except the nerd yeah. is like tech on his side he's gonna come in his iron man suit (laughs) he doesn't have a fucking iron man suit he's gonna make one matt god uh i'm looking up oldest websites in the world right now symbolics.com apparently is the oldest the world's first and oldest registered uh domain on the internet symbolics.com uh interrupt tech.corp is one super old website it came out in 1986 the site was registered in 1986 1986 1987 well lots, lots of these sites are still going yeah the space jam website's still up yo <laughs> come on and slam yo i wanted to go on the website where's the link uh where's the link where's the link where's the link where's the link uh, where's the link? Uh, I don't know where the link is. Uh, website, website, website. Yeah. 
Oh, it's dead. Aww. It's a way back machine. It's dead now. They took Space Jam out of its misery. Put it down. They probably put it down right, right when like Space Jam 2 came out. Probably use the same domain to get <laughs> Space Jam 2 website. Uh, Toasty Tech is the epitome of 90s website design. Ew. What is that? Go to Toasty Tech. Ew, this website's like... Looks like garbage. Well, I mean, I guess it's from the lady, so... Might. Uh... That's the internet for you. Uh... Oh my god, was no one answering? The phone? What the fuck? Uh, yeah, uh... Yeah. Well, what, what's, what's the next topic? What's the next topic, man? What's the next topic? Ant Simulator. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about Ant Simulators. People got fucking scammed out of a fucking crowdfunding GoFundMe. Uh, they can go fuck themselves, literally. They should know by now that fucking Kickstarters are a fucking scam. That's sad. That's a that's a terrible take. <laughs> it's not a terrible take, dude. Literally all Kickstarters are garbage. If you get scammed by a Kickstarter in 2022, you deserve to get fucking scammed. <laughs> literally a shit, shit take. There's no shit take here, dude. Um, basically, uh, here we go. We'll, we'll, we'll summarize it in 30 seconds for those that are interested in the Ant Simulator. Uh, if you if you invested into it, well, I'm sorry, guys, but it's not coming. Um, <laughs> it was canceled. Uh, Ant Simulator got canceled. Uh, fucking the, the guys that made it, or didn't make it, I guess, uh, <laughs> stole everyone's fucking money and spent it on drugs and stri- strippers and alcohol. Yeah. Surprise, surprise. Raised money through crowdfunding has been canceled because the company's leader spent the money on liquor, restaurants, and strippers. Dude, Kickstarter is literally just what crypto rug pulls were before crypto was a thing. Yeah, true. Literally, the amount of Kickstarters that were scams was ridiculous. Yeah. And uh, it's funny, I watched a, U- a YouTube video. Uh, not a, not a uh, English. Uh, <laughs> just a while ago. Um this guy's been following this like one dude he got scammed out of a kickstarter obviously it was for this umbrella where um like there's it's not like a fabric umbrella it's like this machine that like sprays that shoots the like heavy amount of air so that it keeps the rain off of you basically that doesn't even sound realistic it doesn't sound no it's not realistic at all and uh his name was like michael i think and he he obviously got scammed out of it and like seven years later he was still commenting on the kickstarter asking asking where his air air umbrella was like begging and for it and like being super sad and stuff like that like it was obviously like just an innocent like boomer that got like fucked out of it and then uh the youtuber i watched like actually like managed to get like uh He's been following the, the the comments for years, and like making like joke videos out of it. Yeah. And he he got a hold of like this science YouTuber that designed like an actual like uh, umbrella that works, like that shoots air and like blows the air uh, the rain out of the sky basically to keep you yeah. dry. And then they they like tracked the guy down like using his like YouTube account and stuff like that, and contacted him, and they flew him into Florida, and they gave him the actual umbrella what? like ten years after the fact. Oh, I'm like so cool. crying for the umbrella. <laughs> <laughs> he was just some innocent little guy and he was so happy to fucking have the umbrella finally Aww. Like, see the internet is good for it <laughs> <laughs> it's just crazy. it's just crazy. funny how the guy like spent like years and years trying yeah. so hard to get the umbrella uh 
What's uh, up? What's so, up? What's up? Do you want to talk about uh, Jared Leto being in the worst Marvel movie of all time now? After being in the worst uh, DC movie of all time? <laughs> He's collecting terrible movies like Infinity Stones. <laughs> Is he a good actor? I've never seen him in any good movie, to be honest. Is he a good actor? He's an okay actor. Like, he's not terrible, but, like, for Joker, and I guess Mor- Morbius, too, he, like, took to method acting, which is why all of a sudden he's, like, so controversial. Because, like, on the set of Suicide Squad, remember, he, like, he mailed Margot Robbie a rat. He mailed one of his coworkers like, used condoms or something. Because he's, like, in character as the Joker, and the Joker's so crazy crazy dude yeah a lot of actors have spoken out and just being like you're a complete fucking idiot like how come nobody does method acting when they play something like fucking like mrs doubtfire or like like a super (laughs) a super nice character right like why do you have to just why are you method acting to just be an asshole apparently he was good in like uh house of gucci and uh dallas buyers club but like I don't care about those movies. Yeah. He was in Fight Club, but again, it was a minor role. That was he was in American movie. Psycho, excuse me? Was he? How long has this guy been in the fucking movie oh, industry? Oh, a long time. A long time. He's 50? Excuse me? Right? He really does not look He looks 30. Old. Yeah. Okay, that's why I'm surprised he was in American Psycho. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. He's 50? I don't believe that. There's no way. There's no way this guy's 50. What the fuck? Yeah. Kind of looks like that uh, that one guy that like fell off the face of the earth. Oh, no, he's still... Wait, nah, never mind. He doesn't look like him at all. Who are you thinking of? Uh, don't worry about it. He doesn't look like him at all. I want to know. No, that's fine. Uh, I want to know to call you an idiot. Uh, no. <laughs> We're going to move on from that. <laughs> He does remind me of someone, though, and I can't pinpoint, especially the face. Jesus? Not Jesus. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's like... Uh, uh, homeless? <laughs> no, I don't know. What? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. He was in Requiem for a Dream. Well, he that should... If he wants to do movie. method acting, he should just go... Uh, should you go talk to Christian Bale and like Joaquin Phoenix about that? They can show yeah, him. Nobody good... likes them either. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Anybody who's done method like literally just recently because of Jared Leto and Morbius and what he did in Suicide Squad, like actors have been speaking out against method acting in general because they're like, this is stupid. Joaquin Phoenix is a vegan dude. He would never do such a thing. Being what? <laughs> vegan doesn't make you exempt from being an asshole. This I would does. argue the opposite. <laughs> Whoa, canceled now, man. <laughs> You're canceled now. No, there's no moral. Vegans are never on their moral high ground, Matt. Come on. <laughs> Come on now. I just don't think there should be like a moral stance when it comes to... To be honest, method acting is really not a healthy thing to do either. So (laughs) it's probably not something you should do because, dude, Christian Bale's body transformations are nutty. That's, yeah. Like, that is dangerous on your body. That is nutty. (laughs) Like, I would never be able to do that. Like, 
starve yourself to go to like 70 pounds and like gain like 500 pounds for another role <laughs> and then well, like he was yeah he was in uh two movies back to back in one he was like super super skinny and then in the next one he had to be like i think like 200 pounds of like pure muscle and it's like <laughs> holy fuck your body will just like go into shock <laughs> <laughs> let me look it up do people hate method acting Ten reasons I hate method acting, but not method actors. Number one, it's not about you. Two, it's anti-practical. Three, unnecessary focus on emotions. Four, confusing the scenic truth for the actual truth. Psychosis. What? I I fucking hate this website. Which actors hate method acting? Let's go on... uh... Uh, stage act. Most stage actors and Broadway actors hate method acting. Well, that's obvious. Um. Oh yeah. Imagine being insufferable to castmates, putting on a show <laughs> every fucking day. Why is method acting considered bad? Uh. Shut the fuck up! I don't give a fuck about this. Um. <laughs> Yeah, method acting should never be used when the character is supposed to be portrayed as bad or evil because that way it bleeds into your personal life. Yeah, no shit. I swear I didn't hear anything bad about Joaquin Phoenix on set of, like, Joker. Apparently he was really, like, besides him wanting to get scenes perfect and, like, filming fucking 20,000 times, he wasn't, like, a pain in the ass to work with, from what I heard. I think Joker was, like, the only movie he did uh, method acting in, no? Well, I mean, like, I... (sighs) maybe he was a good example of it then right like yeah like he yeah. like he was a pain in the ass like for shots i remember seeing it reading that somewhere that he would record shots like fucking twenty thousand times yeah but they did that in uh fuck what movie was it was it what you always talking about that was it the batman the batman movie there was one movie i watched recently and batman's like the only one i've watched recently so it has to be that one I remember reading an article somewhere of like one of the actors asking to film this one specific shot. Oh yeah, it is the Riddler. Riddler. Uh, uh, Paul Dano. The shot. Uh, the shot where he's like on the phone uh, with the guy who has the bomb strapped to his neck in the church there. Yeah. He re- he recorded that iPhone scene. He was by himself, so I guess it didn't really matter because he just recorded it on an iPhone, like really realistically. Yeah. So the directors weren't there, but he recorded it over 150 times. Before getting one that he he liked, he was trying different things and trying different styles and stuff like that, and he finally got one that he liked. That's literally just like someone filming a TikTok <laughs> and like doing it over and over, and like trying to come off as sincere, but like it's been rehearsed over 150 times. We gotta get um, it right, baby. Stanley Kubrick was known for like fucking torturing the actors in his movies because he would have them like redo takes like 40 50 times until they got it okay apparently he doesn't yeah apparently joaquin phoenix doesn't even do method acting according to his wikipedia page uh the director of this one movie that he was worked with said he does not he does not use method acting strategies but said that working with phoenix is like working with this beautiful wild animal where you have to give him the space to be free so his performance can roam freely raw uncontrived and truly natural 
Uh, if he that smells kind of gay, that's <laughs> really gay. I'm not done yet. Hold on. <laughs> if he smells the design of the scene, you lose his free spirit. If the script is weak, he will expose its flaws. He is fiercely intelligent and almost completely instinctual, and he has this immense sensitivity that can be both his curse and his gift. But for me, that is what it means to be human. <laughs> Who said this? I want them to write my eulogy. <laughs> Garth Davis. <laughs> Uh, he directed the films Lion, Top of the Lake. I want someone to talk about me. Like and Mary Magdalene. Actually, so based- I, should, I should know who that is. She's a church person. <laughs> <laughs> She's a church person. <laughs> I I just act acting style. I just want to look up Joker stuff. Joker. Control F. Fuck, why is my control F not working? Joker. Are you looking for me, Sonny? <laughs> <laughs> but I remember he... I guess I was mistaking his method acting for just him trying to find, like... Uh, studying, like, actual people that had, like, the... Whatever Are you thinking of Heath Ledger? No, no. He act- Joaquin Phoenix actually studied, like, hours and hours and hours of footage of people that have the, the actual, like, mental condition that laugh, like incessantly to get like the nailed the perfect like laugh yeah because he wanted to like he wanted it to be you know like a like a crazy evil laugh he wanted to be like make it feel like it was like a actual mental illness which is what the whole movie yeah. is about um so he studied actual like footage from people that actually suffer from that illness or condition or whatever it's not really an illness but condition mm-hmm. wish i forget the name of it but anyways it'd be fucking whack laughing at everything instead of crying or being in pain or whatever that'd be fucking nutty that's just my everyday dude (laughs) (laughs) instead of crying you just laugh i'm sure you've cried you've cried at work man (laughs) i've also laughed at work (laughs) (laughs) i've done both simultaneously (laughs) (laughs) uh batman how iconic speaking of batman uh the, the, the Discovery and Warner Bros. merged, Matt. Yeah. Complete overhaul is what they're talking about. Yeah, so um, they may uh, retcon everything that happened in the DC Universe for now. This is like, and I've been saying they should do this. It's just like, it's embarrassing at this point. Dude, just be like, there's literally no point to reset. There's nothing that's happened. I, I, like, I don't get Exactly. <laughs> I don't get why there's a point to resetting it because like, realistically what you've you've had suicide squad it's already had a soft reboot and then you've already had i guess you have two wonder woman movies and then you have justice league which was like a standalone Suicide squad like is a sequel like all the characters from the first one were in the second well not all of them but like the cast of the first one was in the second one i mean they all died but like uh that doesn't matter though it's a sequel that doesn't make it a sequel it was like a soft reboot i'm pretty sure that's what they labeled it's it a as. sequel. I, I mean, it's both. Like, it's not like. What do you consider a sequel, and what do you consider a reboot? A sequel is something that follows, that progresses after the story of the first one. That's not what they did and in the it second. Does. No, it doesn't. I mean, it, the, they don't even refer to the first one, do they? Yeah, they do. Like, the first scene has the same Suicide Squad that was in like the first movie. Like that opening scene where they all die. Like that was the cast of the first movie. Like Cap, like Captain Boomerang, and like they they like show up on the island, and then like everyone dies except Harley and um and what is it? 
Who's the other guy? The rat fucking thing wasn't in uh, wasn't in the first. No, movie. not the rat thing. Um, <laughs> but he was there though. Uh, no, that was not the, the, the. That wasn't the same. Maybe the same characters, but it wasn't even the same actor. Wasn't even even trying to portray it the same way. So that's I, like maybe like timeline wise, they were brief. Like it was just a nod to the first one, but it was definitely. I felt more like it was a soft no, reboot. It was that's why I wouldn't same... call it a soft. That's why I wouldn't call it a remake, but it's a soft reboot. I'd guess that's what I would call it. <laughs> It still counts as a sequel because, like, it it takes place after the first one. Uh, The director firmly described it as a total reboot. And that's why he called it The Suicide Squad and not Suicide Squad 2. But it's still a sequel. It's not a sequel, Matt. The director said so. It is. You're fucking his art up, Matt. You're fucking his art up. You can't say that. You're ruining his, his art. You're ruining death his of the, death of the creator. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, even James Gunn himself said that the Suicide Squad is neither sequel nor reboot entirely, and the movie itself seems to confirm what he meant. Because <laughs> like it, it uh, it's definitely like a hybrid of the two, but like it's not not a sequel and it's not not a reboot. I wouldn't say it's a remake. I would say it's like a soft no, reboot. No, it's not a remake. Like reboot is in between sequel and re- and re- and remake for me. Reboot is like def- my definition of it's like in the middle. It's not quite a remake. It's not because remake would be a carbon copy, but it's not a carbon copy. Uh. Anyways, um, the. <laughs> Like back to the main point, like this, I just don't understand why yes. there's need for like to reset it a third time, or like reset it a twenty fifth time because I feel like every movie that comes out is build as some fucking reset for this when nothing. Well, I just re- feel like it's because it's a revolving door of actors who want to come in and play these roles. Like and we like, never even got a fucking Batman movie with Ben Affleck. <laughs> yeah, true. Like, um, but that's also because like, if it wasn't for his personal issues, he would probably definitely be in these Batman movies. To be honest, I think. I don't know where those personal issues are. I just think it's like really, I think it's really <laughs> responsible that if you sign up for a role like Batman or Superman, that you you know you come back and you kind of play the legacy of the character at least for a fucking three movies. Like, <laughs> that's the least you could do is like be done with your trilogy. Like, like that's like that's literally like the kind of movie standard that we expect from comic book movies. Like if you're playing a titular character like Wonder Woman or Batman, yeah. I don't know, it's weird. Like, they, I feel like they just went... They did this whole, like, DC Universe thing out of order. Mm-hmm. Like, they they, they went they, they went to Justice League way too fast. Like they Way too early, yeah. They should have done what Marvel did and just, like, introduced each character individually with their own movie, which is what they were... Yeah. Which is what they are doing, but they just decided to release fucking Justice League before. <laughs> it, it and that's why I don't get why they have... I don't get why they have to reboot it again, because, like I said, there's, like, Wonder Woman, her two movies kind of stand alone. Yeah. Uh, Batman's in his own universe doesn't really count. Uh, you have Suicide Squad, which is basically just two movies that are random that came out of nowhere, back to back. Soft reboots, soft remakes, soft See, sequel, what I whatever do, you want to call it. And what then, I do like about the DCU that like the Marvel Universe doesn't do is like the same Harley Quinn that was in the Suicide Squad, at, well, like the Suicide Squad movies, like that like that Ben Affleck Batman like does exist in that universe. Right. So it's like, 
they can kind of tease and like they can play around like not everything has to be explicitly set in stone that like this is all the same universe like i think it's fine that they like reuse the same uh like characters as like teasers into into the other movies because like there's flashback scenes in like the first suicide squad movie of like joker and harley getting chased by batman and it is ben affleck's batman and like they could have just kept on doing that and like have characters kind of come in as teasers. They don't need to be like, it doesn't need to be Batman versus Superman. Like it doesn't have to be like clash of these big titular characters. It can just be like, Hey, like Batman has a cameo in this movie and he's there for like a couple of minutes and that's it. And like, that's fine. That would still satisfy the fans. And then that could in turn build up to something like Batman and the suicide squad. Right. Where like, Waller is like, hey, Batman's gone off the fucking rails, and I want him dead. So the su- I'm sending in the Suicide Squad to stop him, and then Batman has to fight the Suicide Squad, which like totally isn't unheard of because that happened in Justice League. Like at one point, in the like the cartoon, Amanda Waller was just like, um, hey, if Batman wanted to, he could shut us all down, and that's kind of terrifying. And standing in for the military power, Amanda Waller's like, let's put a stop to it. There you go. I just gave you the plot of like two or three movies <laughs> in like two minutes, and it's just like that. But I I don't know who is at the helm of the fucking DC universe, but they're literally just like spitting on all their own content and throwing it in the fucking garbage. It's ridiculous. I'm getting heated over Batman again. I just feel like it's. <laughs> I just feel like it's they didn't easy. have. It's I just feel easy. like they didn't have a direction. To be honest, they just didn't have exactly. A direction. They don't need to reinvent the fucking wheel. They have the comics. They have the fucking like the cartoons. They have different universes from the cartoons. Like just fucking go with something that you know works. Why are you trying to fucking like that fucking scene? And like, why why are we coming up with this fucking Justice League movie that is just stupid? That like, well, we don't know it, these characters. We're expecting. I don't think to that's the, through. I, I don't think that's the reason. Like, they don't have. They, they're clearly capable of making stories that stand on their own that aren't inspired by any comic book or anything like that. Because, like, if you look at, like, uh, uh, the, the fuck, uh, mind blank, uh, uh, like, most of James Gunn's stuff, well, minus the fucking Suicide Squad, but, like, uh, Peacemaker and, like, uh, well, James Gunn didn't make Batman, but Batman, uh, wait, is Batman, is James Gunn director of Batman? No. 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 Matt Reeves. Matt Reeves, yeah, sorry. Uh, like DC, the DC extended universe, the people they hire to work in and are clearly capable of making standalone stories that aren't inspired by anything or following like the comic books hundred percent. I think it's just a matter of them. They're not having a direction from the very start and like making these random movies here and there. that don't really tie into anything. And, well, and that's exactly. why I don't get why, they, and, like, and that's why I don't get why they don't, they have to do a reboot. Like just leave everything as it is. Don't like, just, just like you, you can, you still have tons of time to salvage this. I say like, there's nothing, there's nothing like, yes, the movies are shit, but there's nothing overarching that's broken yet. Like, it's everything was just pot shots and, like, random stuff on the board that you can interconnect later. Like, you have yeah, Suicide Squad, Tom. you have Shazam, you have Wonder Woman, you have... Uh, I'm sure I'm missing other DC movies that came out since then, but none of them are related. Like, it's, you still have time to, like... Oh, uh, sorry, uh, Aquaman. Yeah. Uh, stuff like that that aren't related at all. At all. Um, this year, you have The Flash coming out. You have the next Aquaman, I think, coming out this year as oh, well. Oh, did you hear about... Did you hear about The Flash? Uh, Ezra Miller is, I think, being tried on, like, assault charges, and DC was like, um, we're gonna hold all your content. We're gonna oh, withhold your content. It's going on 2023, never mind. If yeah, it comes out at all. Just Google, like, Ezra Miller uh, DC. 
the guy who was supposed to play the flash and, yeah like, the flash movie was supposed to kind of be the next step into kind of bringing in all these like dc um what's the term i'm looking for like ezra miller products. restraining order dropped is all the new articles i'm seeing oh but i mean dc is still like putting a hold on all of his content and like that was supposed to be their next step he's the one that played big... in justice league right yeah he's the flash yeah that's another fucking stupid thing. Why couldn't they just cast the goddamn actor from the TV show? That's another thing that I hate. I know we like we like to shit on the CW, but I think they kind of did a perfect job casting Barry from the CW show. Well, it ain't even CW. Flash and Arrow aren't CW. Yeah, they were. No, they're not. Yeah. Yes, no. they are. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> yes. Wait, what? How? They were all along. What the fuck? How? <laughs> How Arrow was, was Arrow was the first like DC show, and then what was the, the first? Flash came super, after it was it. The, like the first superhero show. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I meant. The first of yeah, but it was on like it wasn't on CW. Meanwhile, all the other shows are on only CW or like our oh. our equivalent. Yes, you don't even Arrow have cable. Shut the fuck up! You don't even have cable. The Arrow was always the fucking CW because I watched it when it came out. Yeah, on normal channels, not on CW. Flash, Arrow, uh, Legends of Tomorrow, uh, and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Well, that's Marvel show. And Legends of Tomorrow, is that a... It premiered in the United States on the CW October 10th, 2012, and ran for eight seasons until January 8th, 2020. Yeah, but then explain, off. explain to me why Superman and Lois, uh, Gotham Knights, and all the other fucking movies that are com- uh, shows that are coming out are only, are only on CW+, Plus or the Canadian equivalent then? Touche. Checkmate, Atheist. Podcast is over. What does that have to do? It's still... What the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) Podcast is over. Uh, You're arguing something completely different. You're not even arguing the same point. You're wrong. I was right. Fuck you. (laughs) Time for our viewer question. (laughs) Uh, I'm excited for Michael Keaton in this movie, though. Uh, What movie? uh, Flash. Is he the villain? No, he's playing Batman, you fucking idiot. Michael Keaton's coming back as Batman, and so is Ben I, Affleck. I, I haven't heard anything about this. Are you dumb? Oh, no, I'm just uninformed. So dumb. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> but yeah, Michael Keaton and, and Ben Affleck are going to be playing Batman in this movie. That's cool. There's going to be some like throwback scenes. I think is what they're yeah. they're they're planning. Flash, time traveling, it just happens. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyways, time to move on to our viewer question. Um. Uh, but yeah, make sure to ask questions, guys. If you want the questions, give us the questions. Yes. Uh, and submit your questions. Uh, what on any of our social medias, but also on Spotify, right? Yeah, social media, Spotify, YouTube comments. Um, on our website, uh, mildlyignorantpodcast dot com. Um. Uh, oh, here's a little. Uh, here's a little. Uh, no, wait, I don't do this question. There's so many questions. I have to like pick one. Uh, uh, I don't really know. You pick one, Matt. There's one that yeah, that's sure. pointing out, that's there- sticking out to you. Yeah, a specific color that gives you the ick. Uh. Um. 
I mean, for me, it's orange, uh, only because I associate it with someone like it was their favorite color and they liked it. And now <laughs> I hate that person. So every time I see it, I just think of that person and how much I hate them. I would say like dark orange is kind of a fucking gross color, to be honest. Like the almost brown orange. Yeah. That's disgusting. Yeah. That gives me the egg. Like rust? Yeah, rust. like ru- rust uh. color, yeah. I'd say that'd be the color that gives me the ick. Um, no, but the ick is like, it's more than just like, oh, I don't like it. Like, there's got to be like a, a reason behind it. Really? What? What? Yeah. It's the ick, man. Oh, when it was like, it's like, a re- it's like a connection to something or someone that you imagined lots. Okay. Yeah. Uh, none of you, that. I mean, I was going to say, you'd, me, have yeah. to form, you'd have to form an emotional connection <laughs> to something before you can. What's that? You know, <laughs> all right so isaiah doesn't like the color of rust and i don't like orange because uh, it associate uh, i associate it with someone that i no longer care to think about they're canceled now canceled canceled out of matt's life gone forever gone 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 just like your dog well thank you everyone for listening to this episode of the mildly ignorant yeah. podcast uh, it was so nice to have you back, Isaiah. No, it wasn't. You. What was I going to do without you? Uh, record another You're podcast. So scared? Your little scared baby couldn't record his podcast on his own with his little friend. Little what buddy. was I going to do? Sit here and talk to myself for an hour? I. No one wants to hear what I have to say. <laughs> like unfiltered, <laughs> bridled for an hour. No, you speak for a half hour, then I would have speak for a half spoken for a half hour, and then we could have like slapped it together, you know? That sounds terrible. You sound terrible. Shut the fuck up. We're landing this episode now. Right, uh, fuck you. <laughs> thank you for listening to this episode, episode 32. We'll be back next week for another episode. Make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Make sure to listen to us on all major platforms, or just pick one of them, I guess. Not, don't listen to us on all of them. Uh, that'd be weird. Uh, um, no, boost our viewers. Well, definitely do true, that. True, definitely do that. <laughs> but uh, you can tell all your friends and family and neighbors and colleagues and uh, empl- employees and employers that uh you uh uh that that that, that we're on all platforms that we you should uh, they should listen to us yeah uh so yeah uh, uh that's it um thanks bye everybody bye